0: Well, reason for the call today, John, is... Welcome to Internal Use Only. Something just came across my desk, John. It is perhaps the best thing I've seen in the last six months. If you have 60 seconds, I'd like to share the idea with you. you got a minute? A podcast for wholesalers. Always be closing. Always be closing. By wholesalers. Blue Horseshoe loves anacostia. Okay, before we get started, I have one question. Has anyone here passed a Series 7 exam? I have a Series 7 license. Good for you. You can get out Let's cut to the chase. Here's, Here's your host, Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Internal Use Only podcast. We have a little bit of a different structure today. If you've tuned in, you're typically used to me giving a brief intro, followed by a guest interview. But a couple of things happened recently that we've got to stop and acknowledge. The first is that we had a full calendar year celebration recently. The very first episode launched in March 2021. And so now we have passed that. And we have also achieved a major milestone, which is launching 25 episodes. So it's a little podcast fun fact. I wouldn't expect anybody to know this, but most podcast episodes don't last more than seven episodes. So the fact that we've got to 25 is awesome. And what's super funny about this is I was waiting to get another episode edited, and I want to keep to a two-week structure, and then I realized that we're in mid-April, which means for anyone that's in distribution or anyone that manages money and gets performance reports, this is the exact window of time where you're waiting on your fact sheets, your commentary, your market outlook, everything from Q1 that wrapped up, the marketing teams and compliance teams are working on them and sending them out. And so I thought to myself, what a better way to give my audience something that is a little nod to the industry than use this episode as a short, quick hit on the performance of the podcast, commentary on the podcast, and an outlook going forward. So that is the framework we are sticking to today, everybody. It's going to be short, so bear with me. I'm going to act as both the wholesaler or distribution professional and portfolio manager here and give everyone a brief rundown, just knowing that this is a community-based show and everyone that's tuned in has been a part of its success so I want you to get a recap on what we've done, some of the thoughts behind the structure of the show, and ultimately, where we're going so that we can tackle this together. So let's start off, we'll do, let's assume this is a fact sheet, right? So the very first thing that most people are going to pay attention to on a fact sheet is the performance. Unlike mutual funds, or maybe ETF, separate accounts, maybe private credit, private debt, venture capital... Different performance metrics about financial performance. That is not the case for podcasts. But the things that do matter the most for podcasts are episodes posted, episodes downloads, and ratings and reviews. So we have posted, again, 25 episodes, which is you a know, quarter of 100. And I, it's my goal to at least get up to 100 to keep this project going. So I'm very pumped about that. Performance metrics when it comes to downloads. This one is very interesting because we've eclipsed 3,300 downloads and I'm very impressed because there's almost been no promotion for this show. The only promotion that we've really gotten is eight or so folks have posted on their own LinkedIn accounts when they've done an episode using some of the promo items that I've shared and they've posted to some LinkedIn groups. So it's certainly a word of mouth community-based show and I wouldn't have it any other way. But as far as metrics go... The show is a top 25% show of all podcasts that exist, which if you're used to wholesaling, then you know that when you create a Zephyr or maybe use Y charts, you're going to try to find that performance horizon that makes your chart look like the arrow continuously goes up and the, you know, the benchmark is less than that. Um, but but in all seriousness, though, the, the host site that I use, um, if you get the amount of downloads that this show has been getting per episode we are categorized as a top 25% of all podcasts in the podcast universe. So that's that's pretty cool. A nice little stat to you know hang our hat on because we're getting an interesting audience or an interested audience and there's not much formal promotion going. As far as ratings go, we currently have 21 ratings. 18 of them are 5-star ratings and another 3 of them are 1-star ratings. So putting on my portfolio manager hat or my, uh, you know, economics hat, we have a barbell approach here, everyone. You either love it or you hate it. And honestly, I, I, I kind of love that feedback. Obviously, the percentages of five stars certainly highly outweighs the number of three stars. But it just goes to show that when you try something different and when you attempt a style and format that we're going for here, you're going to attract people that love it. And you might have some people that either don't agree with it and you know, are willing to make a comment on it. So haters gonna hate, I'm okay with it. Um, we want to get more ratings, more good ratings. If you're a Morningstar fund, you really don't want to have a, you know, a one star rating, two star rating, three star rating. You want to be at least in the five star rating category. So I hope we can keep that. Um, outside of that, if we're keeping the fact sheet theme, I want to go through sector exposures and breakdowns. So whether this is uh, sector exposures or industry exposures, depending on how you structure your fact sheet, I'm going to introduce this more like the types of guests that we've brought on. So this just goes to show what type of content we're sourcing and who the people that have been on the show actually have been. So that exposures looks like about 35% are wholesalers. Whether they're practicing wholesalers or former wholesalers, the topics on the episodes directly apply to the day in the life of a wholesaler. 30% have been consultants or subject matter experts that work directly with wholesalers. So thinking of people that either do coaching or... Um, sales coaching or sales training, either individually or with asset managers. 25% have been service providers. So those that offer products and services that either financial advisors or wholesalers can use day to day. And then lastly, 10%, smallest percent, so underweight relative to other podcasts, advisors. Uh, We've had two financial advisors jump on. They've been great. um, And I would love to hear some more just to continue to build that community between the advisors and wholesalers. So I'm pretty sure that that math checks out to 100%. I'll, uh, I'll get my quant analyst to take a look at that. But fact sheet, by the numbers, that's the basic performance breakdown. Next, let's go through what every portfolio manager provides, which is their overall commentary. So through, uh, let's call it Q1 of this year, entire year of doing the show, need to give a major thank you to all of my guests and everyone that has joined the show, even as a listener, like this is almost like an early adopters version of podcasting and financial services or early investors, those that are actually getting in on what I think could be the ground floor. So a huge thank you. If you're a wholesaler listening and you're wondering if doing this show, like coming on the show or finding a way to potentially incorporate either yourself or your firm on the show, I just want to say that that answer is absolutely yes. Yes. So we are working with uh, individuals and guest compliance teams to make sure they can come on the show and promote it. Um, But I did want to say that one of our guests, Dan Green with Putnam, posted his episode after it was compliance approved and had over 1,100 engagements on LinkedIn in like a half a day. So he saw just incredible success because he posted something different, something that focused on him and his experience And I think that really highlighted not only his successful career, but the human element of the job. So really good example there of of someone who I think agreed with the philosophy of the show and and took advantage of it. So Dan, it was great having you on. If you're listening, definitely come back. Um, Would love to have you on again. Outside of that, the stories that this community have are incredible. Now, I don't need to tell anyone listening that that is the case when it comes to financial distribution and wholesaling. That's why I wanted to build this show was to feature the people that are in the industry, the characters, their experiences, their insights, all of the wackiness, craziness, but also like incredibly smart, sharp, successful people that occupy these seats. So whether it was celebrity bump-ins or how insane it is that you get to go to events with high-end entertainment or some of the best restaurants in the world, the authentic, no frills, fun and educational information that all of these guests have brought are phenomenal. So if you haven't tuned in all 25 episodes, go back and check out some of the uh, the library. You'll see that the titles should pretty much reflect what's in the episodes. Plus, the show notes give you the topics. But there really is some very, very good perspective, stories, um, and collective wisdom from the wholesaling community and other service providers as well um, that make up this show's library and body of content. Uh, last thing I do want to notice as far as Q1 commentary is that we have caught the attention of some pretty significant folks that are part of the financial services distribution industry and just the industry at whole. So I want to thank Rob Shore in particular, a legend of the wholesaling game who probably needs no introduction, but also Bill Kelly, who's the head of the Kaya Association, was highly complimentary of the episode we did on all things Kaya, but he particularly complimented the structure of the show not too formal. We're able to let it fly with some language, but censored out the things that needed to be censored out to you know, ensure we maintain the integrity of the industry. So perfect nod to what we're doing here, which is you know, somewhat of a, like a compliance tilt with bleeping out the topics we discussed on the show when it came to uh, the to study topics. That was fun. But we're getting the attention of some, some serious people in the industry. Um, and I think that that is highly encouraging for what we can do going forward. Speaking of moving forward, let's just talk about the brief outlook, and where we want to see the show grow. Like I said, we're at 25 episodes now. Would love to see this get up to 100 episodes and continue to grow from there. The podcast is just one area. I think there's a grander vision that will certainly be unveiled as the time goes on. But I do want to just say that the show has mostly been ground roots, and there's been nothing but approachable, relevant content and it's picked up a quietly engaged audience despite minimal funding and absolutely zero corporate backing. I think the trend that I saw with other financial services media is that primarily the content and the subject is built for a more commercial purpose and that's the opposite of what we're doing here. We want to get we want to talk to the people, the people's experiences, their insights, their opinions and give the, those folks a platform whether it's something that's a super serious topic where there's like industry credibility or if it's just someone who's an awesome person you got to interact with and has a crazy story or background or unique experience. So uh, as, it com- as far as it comes to episodes, let's keep that going. Again, speaking to the economic jargon, let's keep pace with inflation. I'm going to try to continue to keep up and promote and get new episodes out in about every two weeks or so. Uh, I do personally do all the recording, editing, promotion, post-production so if there are a week of time where perhaps uh, i'm off you might know why i'll try to make an update for that but uh still practicing as well out there and doing my own conference and events and sales and all that good stuff so um if there is a if it, if, if, sorry if there is more than two weeks then you know why and again uh, lastly like as we look ahead thank you all so much for tuning in if you've made it 11 and a half minutes into this episode or whatever it is um Just thank you so much for being engaged. I think that we have certainly landed on a proof of concept. And it's all about the network and the community. So a special thanks to a few of the folks along the way that have contributed and made this show's content as relevant and powerful as possible. All of my season one guests, especially the practicing wholesalers like Kirby Knoll and Dan Green, who were able to come on the show and share their experiences, and they're still practicing. So that is about as... Good as you can get for folks that are in the industry, in the job, day to day. And some of my engaged listeners, um, all of you have helped shape the show in some way, shape, or form. Quick shout out to a few names that I definitely wanted to highlight. Dave Kavanaugh, beast of a wholesaler out in Indianapolis. Marquise Thomas, Christian Venditti, Mark Mole; Eugene Shea, Dave Dom; Ben Cloutier, All of your comments and suggestions have been so helpful in structuring the episodes and whether it was a a call or a suggestion or just listening to me vent ideas on what we think we could bring to the show. uh, All of your commentary and contributions has really made this show what it is and is helping to guide what we will do going forward. And lastly, speaking of going forward, if you could help me out by doing three things, I would greatly appreciate it. And that will ensure that I can continue to do this, that we can continue to do this, and that we build something that truly is unique, special, and different in this financial services distribution ecosystem. So the first one is tell your friends that you work with and tell your managers, whether it's texting episodes, whether it's posting the shows on LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you're using. I don't even know how many different platforms there are these days. Anyone in your network that you think would like the show, I would really appreciate if you would share a couple of episodes um, or even maybe just some of the clips that you may have seen on, on, on LinkedIn or Instagram. Surprisingly, um, sales desk managers and sales leaders have loved the show. Um, so I think sometimes that they want content or just want to maybe feel like less of an island. So maybe, uh, feel, sorry, feel like they're on less of an island. So if you're like an internal, maybe a hybrid, or even an external, uh, and want a good excuse to touch base or or share something with your your senior leadership, um, I, I think you could do that. Use that as an excuse to uh, to post this along to them. Rate the show. I mentioned this before, but the more ratings, the more traction we will get from potential sponsors, and the more help we're going to get to bring you incredible content. So yes, this is obviously selfish of me, uh, but it does help us all. So if you can. Rate the show, and as a bonus, a review would be really, really appreciated. Uh, I might ask some folks to do that ahead of time, but if you can do it on your own, would really appreciate that. So rate the show and review the show. Last but not least, send me potential guests. If you know an incredible person that should be profiled, someone that is great at their job, someone who's well-spoken, someone who would be fun and engaged, maybe has a unique background or career experience... Those are the people that we want to hear from. So send that over to internal use only podcast at gmail.com. That's internal use only podcast at gmail.com. And look, that's a wrap. That is the non compliance approved Q1 performance commentary and outlook snapshot. So you're probably waiting on your marketing compliance team to get all of yours. I hope this was a fun interjection in that. And thank God I don't have to go through compliance to do it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with some good episodes. So until then, keep your sales high and your activity higher. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at Internal Use Podcast or email us at internal at gmail.com.